0: We're from EmmelineBride.com, and,
1: and you're listening to Getting Married with Emmeline Bride.
0: We're excited to talk to you this week about...
1: Planning your ceremony. Absolutely. While you're probably more excited to plan your dance moves and pick out your wedding cake, your ceremony is the most important part of your wedding day.
0: So here are some great tips to remember as you plan your ceremony. First of all, it's all about location, location, location. That's right. Figure out where your ceremony will be held. So Andrew, what are some ceremony
1: location ideas?
0: Well, my personal favorite would be uh, a church. It's where we got married. I really enjoyed that. It was very symbolic. But, of course, there's other places, like if you're going to have an outdoor ceremony, you're going to want something with an incredible backdrop, such as maybe a lake, mountains, rolling fields, or even amongst the trees. But, Emma, I feel like I'm missing something. What
1: am I missing? Ooh, beach weddings.
0: Beach weddings, Yeah, yes. you get that
1: sandy aisle way, and you have a rolling tide and deep blue sky.
0: Oh, sounds fantastic. It
1: does. And then, oh, you know what else there is? What? Barn weddings.
0: Barn weddings, Those yes. Those are big.
1: And also indoor reception halls.
0: They might just have it right at the reception hall. And it's perfect. There's no transition of people from, from ceremony to reception. It's all right there. Now that you know where your ceremony is going to be, you're going to want to make sure that it's Fairly close to your wedding reception. We're thinking 30 minutes max. So, Emma, what's the next important step?
1: Well, next you'll want to hire your officiant, the person who will marry you. Great. So, who do you hire? If you're getting married in a church or a place of worship, you'll want to talk to your priest, your minister, or your rabbi. And if you're not getting married in a church, you'll want to ask an officiant... Or a minister or a family friend to help.
0: And of course, you can find officiants online. That's a great way to find them. And then family friends. You might have someone really close to you who wants to marry you.
1: Right, and they'll just get ordained online. It's a pretty easy process, and then they can perform your marriage.
0: Sounds fantastic.
1: When you meet with your officiant, you'll go over a couple things, including the date of the wedding, the time of the ceremony, the order of ceremony, including any readings to be read or songs to be sung, and you'll go over the length of your ceremony. If it's a church wedding, you're looking at about 45 minutes to an hour long. For a non-church wedding, it may be as short as 15 to 20 minutes.
0: And one of the most important things is the fact that your officiant's going to want to get to know you. Yes. So if it's a family friend, relative who's going to be marrying you, um, they know you somewhat, but you should spend a considerable amount of time with them and let them know more about you. If it's the priest, you're probably going to sit down with them, have a discussion. You might
1: even have premarital counseling.
0: And that's a fantastic way to prepare for the union of marriage.
1: So, Andrew, why is it important to get to know your officiant?
0: Because perhaps they're the most important person there other than yourselves. They're going to be marrying you.
1: So next, you know what you have to figure out? Seating. Ooh,
0: seating. You yes, can it's,
1: it's really important at your ceremony to have comfortable seats for guests, no matter where it's held, indoors or outdoors. And we have seen it all from shivari chairs and big ballrooms, to tree stumps in the middle of the woods covered in blankets.
0: And of course, Emma, if you're going to be getting married in a place of worship, um, chairs may already be set up or benches and pews, such as in a church, right? Right. As a bonus, your aisle is all ready to go and guests have plenty of room to sit comfortably.
1: All right, so if you have to set up seating yourself, here are some tips to help you along the way. You'll want to choose comfortable chairs and sturdy seats, especially if you have elderly guests. You're also going to want to plan an aisle with more than enough room on either side for the procession, and any decorations as well as your train on your dress. And finally, you want to plan for chairs for all of your guests who have responded yes, plus a couple more for those who haven't RSVP'd.
0: Just in case. And of course, another thing we'd like to tell you is you're going to need extra space, additional room for the bridal party to stand. Approximately 25 feet or so might be a good idea. So Emma, a good question people might have is, does the bridal party sit or stand at a wedding ceremony?
1: Ooh, that is a great question. I've seen it both ways. We stood up in a wedding, and we were standing the whole time, and it was kind of long, and I could see people feeling like they're going to pass out if it's too long. So I guess it depends on the length of your ceremony.
0: Right. So if it's going to be a short ceremony?
1: Yeah. If it's short, you can stand, I'd say, like, 15, 20 minutes. But
0: if it's going to be a 45-minute ceremony?
1: Definitely sit. All right. You'll have people who don't eat all day, and then they'll pass out.
0: And then, of course, if it's going to be a church wedding, more than likely, they're going going to be standing and sitting, right?
1: Exactly. So you know what, Andrew? There's a really good tip I want to tell everyone. And it's when you're planning your ceremony and your reception times, always overestimate how long your ceremony will take because more often than not, it goes at least 15, 20 minutes over. So Andrew, there's another big part of the ceremony, the certificate.
0: Absolutely. You need a certificate.
1: The marriage certificate laws are different in each state, so make sure you read up on yours first. And then you're going to sign it immediately after your ceremony is complete.
0: Yeah, make sure you don't forget, I would do that immediately. Now, of course, if you're going to be getting married outside, you're going to need a backup plan, right, Em?
1: Yes, definitely a backup plan. What if it rains?
0: (laughs) What if it snows?
1: It could. It It snowed on our wedding day, but we didn't plan an outdoor wedding. That's
0: right. We played it safe. But, of course, we got married in the winter.
1: So, for a backup plan for an outdoor ceremony, what do you recommend?
0: Uh, An indoor space is what I would go with.
1: Okay, so maybe like the venue where you're getting married has a spare room that they keep just for that.
0: Right, and that might already be included, which is a big plus when you pick your your wedding reception, right?
1: Right, and another option is a tent. You can have a tent set up, and that's just in case it rains. Everyone can move under the tent, have your ceremony there.
0: And hey, isn't there always the possibility that uh, you might just need umbrellas?
1: Right, you might. And they
0: actually sell these really cool clear umbrellas
1: they do i love those
0: so just in case one of those things to plan for bring umbrellas
1: and remember if it does rain on your wedding day that's just good luck
0: so in cases of rain high winds heat waves extremely cold weather you're going to want to move your ceremony indoors so make sure there's a chapel or a small room or tent just for your ceremony
1: and you know many outdoor ceremony venues deal with this all the time so they probably have a backup plan in place and you may just need to put down a deposit or a small fee to cover the cost.
0: But of course, we've been to plenty of weddings, plenty of outdoor weddings where there's been full sun, uh, it's been windy, uh, the mic's been cut off, and you know what? They've altered out fantastic.
1: Good point.
0: Yes. Even so,
1: if something happens, don't worry about it. That's
0: right. Don't worry about it. Because more than likely, something will happen. The best thing is is not to let it bother you. So Emma, another great thing about planning your ceremony is decorating it. What are some ways people can decorate their wedding ceremony?
1: Look to your focal point, your altar, wherever you're reciting your vows, and that is where you're going to decorate first, because that's what everyone's going to see, and that's where your photos are going to be taken. Right. So for instance, if you're having a theme, like for our wedding, it was around Christmas time, a couple weeks beforehand, and we went with greenery, we went with wreaths, we had um, mistletoe.
0: Yeah, and they actually had a lot of beautiful flowers already set up in the church, which was fantastic.
1: Yes, and we had we added some white roses to the altar, and we reused those later in the reception. And we decorated the aisles with branches and pine, tied with ribbon around the pews.
0: Right, and that was uh, red ribbon because our colors incorporated red.
1: So, any way you decorate your ceremony, you're going to want to tie in your theme and your colors, and pick things that you really love.
0: And of course, people rely heavily on flowers, both real, right? And do people use fake flowers at all
1: you can use fake flowers yeah and then sometimes people add an aisle runner then that's That's a fantastic way to go
0: and you you can there are monogram ones too and a monogram is basically your initials right
1: right you can add a monogram your wedding date there's a lot of things you can do to decorate your ceremony yeah
0: and you should definitely try to personalize it as much as
1: possible and before you buy your decorations you may want to check with your venue to see what's allowed and what's not for instance we weren't allowed to have an aisle runner and we weren't allowed to have the flower girls throw petals.
0: Right, because they didn't want a big mess afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming for the aisle runner, they didn't want anyone to trip and fall.
1: Right, so it's always a good idea to check with your venue first. So one of the fun things of decorating is probably my favorite aisle decorations. All right, let's hear more now. Okay, well, you can have a lot of things. My favorite is lanterns. People are doing these battery-operated candles inside these big lanterns, and they look really pretty. And, of course, flowers are always a popular choice. If you're getting married outdoors, you can use shepherd's hooks, which are actually put directly into the ground. And there's a hook for hanging a vase with flowers.
0: Wow, I can envision it right now.
1: Yeah, it looks really beautiful. And make sure if you're using flowers at your ceremony, reuse them again at your reception. Just have them transported from one venue to the next. You can use flowers on your cake table, your entrance table, or even your head table.
0: Great idea, um Em.
1: So Andrew, let's talk about
0: ceremony programs. Ceremony programs, what are those?
1: Well, those are a little booklet you give your guests and they tell you the order of the ceremony and who's included, like who's in your bridal party the names of your parents, that kind of stuff.
0: All right. And of course, if you're going to be having any readings at your wedding, would that cover that too? Songs?
1: Of course. It would tell you the readings, the songs, maybe even verses, and would list the people who are standing up in your wedding and doing the readings and the songs.
0: And of course, your program could be as simple as just a sheet of paper, or it could be something cool like a fan. We've seen some ones where people make them in... Into fans, they put a stick on it, and essentially you can have it at an outdoor wedding that's really hot.
1: What a great idea. And if you're wondering how many programs to order, it's really easy, one per guest. You can have ushers pass them out, which makes it really easy when guests come to your ceremony. Right,
0: that's one of the roles of the ushers. So Emma, where can people buy programs?
1: You can buy them online. You can go to Etsy, Minted, Basic Invite.
0: A lot of different options. And of course, you can even make them, right?
1: You can. We made our own. We just bought cardstock from Michaels and we used Microsoft Word. We printed it out, folded it, and added a ribbon.
0: That's right. It but it's
1: very easy. But if
0: you want something more elaborate or maybe more themed or has artistic design to it, of course, have someone do it for you.
1: Now we're going to talk about who can help out at your ceremony. Some of those are ushers, readers, vocalists, musicians ring bear and your flower girl
0: and emma of course you're going to need people to help with your wedding ceremony right
1: absolutely
0: so who are are the who are these people
1: well you're going to want ushers who are going to literally usher people to their seats and also pass out the programs you're going to also need readers who will read during your ceremony verses or special readings that you've picked out
0: so those are probably going to be from aunts uncles maybe friends
1: right anyone special to you that you want to include in your ceremony great idea You'll also have vocalists or musicians if you're playing music at your ceremony. That's right. And you'll need a ring bearer and a flower girl.
0: Ooh, that's fun to pick those out.
1: Yes. And you don't need to just pick one of each if you have more than one niece or nephew. Feel free to have more than one flower girl or ring bearer. No problem there.
0: So Emma, now that we've covered all the very important things, are there any fun extras for your wedding ceremony?
1: Absolutely. The extras are the best part. One of my favorite things is a welcome sign, which tells guests they're in the right place. Another thing to consider is a sound system or a microphone if you have an outdoor ceremony or you have a lot of guests to make sure everyone can hear your ceremony.
0: Both great ideas.
1: You also might want fans for guests, which Andrew mentioned about program fans. Great idea. And if you're having a hot wedding in the summer... Coolers filled with bottles of cold water is always a great idea for guests. That's
0: right. You need to keep those guests refreshed.
1: On the flip side of it, if it's going to be extra cold, you might want to have blankets for guests to wrap up in. Mostly the women. Now, you can do that by buying pashminas, which you can buy in bulk, and it's actually pretty cost-effective, and guests love it. Check out our website for details on that. And last but not least, you might want to think about things for guests to toss at you as you exit the ceremony. Oh, don't hit me. Don't hit me. (laughs) So, a lot of people throw rice, but... The rice is not the number one right now. You would
0: certainly hate to blind the bride or groom, though, with rice, right? Yeah,
1: you don't want to. It hurts if you're getting pelted right. with rice. You don't want to get pelted.
0: <laughs> of course, as your best friends are pelting you with rice and laughing about it.
1: Right, and getting it on camera.
0: Great photos. Unhappy bride, though.
1: Right. Anyway, there's other things you can throw, like bird seed or biodegradable confetti. Also, a great idea is blowing bubbles.
0: That's right, because you know if you're throwing confetti or rice or anything like that, you're going to have to have someone clean it up.
1: And last but not least, to plan your ceremony, you're going to need to figure out your procession order and your order of events for your ceremony. You can find these documents on emmelinebride.com and you can print them out and fill them out yourself. So in conclusion, Andrew, what do you think the best part of the ceremony is?
0: Really the vows, saying your vows. That's the most important thing. Um, it's, It's so symbolic no matter where you get married. Just taking it all in, staring your future spouse in the eyes and professing and proclaiming your love for them oh it's a moment you'll never forget
1: definitely and i remember at our wedding our priest told us to take we were lighting these candles and he said make sure you take this time together because you're off kind of in a section by yourself he said take the time spend as much time as you need and just enjoy being with each other as it was like immediately after becoming husband and wife
0: it's really important
1: and i really remember that i do too So that's your ceremony, and we'll have everything we covered here on our blog at emelinebride.com. Speaking of...
0: What are some really fun, important things on the blog we've covered this week?
1: I'm glad you asked. We have a really good giveaway going on right now. A pair of earrings are being given away from Rustic Gem Jewelry. Check those out. The giveaway ends next week, so you want to enter as soon as possible.
0: Do it right now.
1: And also on the blog, we're covering five new wedding trends this year, and you're definitely going to want to check them out.
0: So Emma, what are some handcrafted finds we had this week?
1: We had a really pretty handcrafted garter where the names are hand-stamped on the ribbon. We also had an emerald wedding ring, clay bouquets that look like the real deal, and a mother of the bride gift from the groom that will definitely give her tears of joy.
0: Awesome. Make sure you go check them out. So some of the things we covered in this podcast were ceremony, location, your officiant, decorations, and who you're going to include. That's all for now, but stay tuned to our blog for more inspiration. We're bringing you this podcast every week. So be sure to subscribe for next week's edition as we plan your wedding in 12 weeks.
1: See, it's not so hard. Subscribe now and we'll see you later.
0: This is Andrew.
1: And this is Emma.
0: And this is Getting Married with Emmeline Bride.